In this Guided Talks, Robert talks to Mike Pagan. Mike is an expert in helping you achieve positive mental wealth through building hand-picked support networks. Surround yourself with a personalised mental wealth team, become happier in life, be more successful in business, and become mentally and physically stronger to navigate the path ahead. Robert and Mike discuss mental wealth and how it relates to digital agency owners. Hello and welcome to the Guider Initiative and I'm absolutely delighted to have with me someone who I've known for an awful long time uh, in a good way and that's Mike Pagan. So Mike, rather than me introduce you because maybe my introduction isn't exactly as up to date as it could be, uh, let our, our viewers know who is Mike Pagan why they might know you. Okay, well thank you for having me Robert. Um, why do I know you? Back in the day, we did a whole lot of work together. Um, so I know, uh, respectfully, yes, you were a mentor for me as well, a, a phrase that I used. But, so hence, there's, there's a lot of history there. But why would people know me? Um, I've, I've talked for many years about faffing about and productivity and performance. Uh, I've run a coaching performance business for nearly 20 years now. I know you can tell with this youthful look, it, it's true. Um, and... Recently, I've published a, a, my fourth book, according to uh, The Spin Doctors, uh, which is all on mental wealth. So that's a, a, another area which I know we're going to talk more about today. So, uh, and other things that I've done, well, one day my parents gave birth to me. Yeah, yeah you don't want to hear that lot. Uh, either way, I promise we'll make this interesting, challenging, and uh, I know you'll be provoking as well. Good. Okay, so let, let's talk about the book. So whenever I show the book to people, they go, oh, yeah mental health and you go no it's uh, mental wealth and they go oh yeah mental health and you no no the book the book title <laughs> the book title is not <laughs> and you must have it it's not mental health it's mental wealth so i mean just 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 let us know where where did what what's the uh, intro what's the support what's what's the reason explain it i think is what you're saying yeah, <laughs> yeah okay uh, clearly the title is a play on the phrase mental health so the first thing I will say is I am not a mental health expert and I'm not a counsellor. So mental health, there are many thousands of people doing brilliant work in the field of mental health um, and th there needs to be more. Uh, but that aside, my focus is on mental wealth, which is about having the right support network around you that is proactive and truly has your back. And what I mean by that is there's, there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of information, loads of people through social media and everything else who distract us and we think they've got our support or we've got their support. Hmm. But the reality is when something hits the fan or, or the speed bumps along the way, they evaporate, they're not there. So it's who truly has your back and is committed to you to help you through your professional and personal journey uh, and enjoy life, have more fun, have more success through that process. Because the, the, I mean, especially as we're theoretically speaking post-COVID, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see about that. Uh, the mental health thing has been, has very much in agencies, has been, uh, we need to look after our staff. We need to make sure that they're not sitting on a, on a bed with a ironing board in front of them and a laptop on top of that, and they don't see anyone all day, and they're going, and they're kind of losing the plot. But you're, it's kind of like you're, you're saying that, M that mental health isn't isn't or, or, or mental health problems 
you're look, I think what I'm saying is you're looking at the causes of, of kind of mental health issues rather than necessarily sorting a mental health problem out, which I think is what people have been talking about most of the time. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So th this is about, uh, if you think of mental wealth, obviously wealth is a, a title there um, that I had to fight with my publishers to use because they said, oh yeah, but you put wealth in the title, that, that means it's going to get stuck in the finance section. Mm. Um, but it, it's, it's clearly not that. But the, the, if you think of a, a mental wealth bank account, of, are we putting the right stuff into that account so that when the things go wrong, when we have challenges, because every single one of us is on a mental health spectrum at any one time, you can wake up one day feeling amazing, the next day feeling atrocious for whatever reason that's going on in your world. And so we're, we're all on that spectrum. And I believe that the more we have um, credits and strength within our mental wealth uh, bank account within our yeah. mental wealth team and support network, the chances are that those yo-yo um, things that you remember the, the old hospital um, uh, monitors that bit bit up and down, uh, I believe that we can reduce the, the, the swing on those so that the, the, the drops, the, uh, the challenges, we can bounce back up far more effectively. So this is, I mean, it's similar to... Uh the Stephen Covey Stephen Covey talked about in Seven Habits he talked about you had four like oil tins physical mental emotional spiritual and he said that they were all like muscles unless you were topping them up if any one of them became empty then then the whole thing fell apart but that's just that's that's kind of a, as as an individual but what you're saying I think is that you can set up the team may be too strong a word but set up the the support relationships around you so it isn't just someone giving you a a smile or a hug on on facebook but actually the real stuff yeah and I, I, I like the word, use of your word there real this is the real stuff personal and professional success with the right support network because the, the biggest challenge i believe is is isolation now before the pandemic and everything else uh, only a percentage, a smaller percentage of the population knew what isolation was. Yeah. And they were the ones who were either in prison, who got told what isolation was because it was solitary confinement, uh, or they were at the top of businesses, uh, be they five employees or 50,000 employees, where you're, you're at the top and you're kind of isolated up there because you don't know who to turn to, who's got your back, who's going to support you. Uh, your, your, your wife or husband doesn't really know what you do necessarily. Your mates in the pub or in the club will always say, oh, go for it, Mike, because you land on your feet. So suddenly you're in that position of isolation of who to turn to. With the challenge of the pan pandemic and the multiple lockdowns across the UK and across the world, uh, people have learned what isolation is. And mm. it's just not having anybody to turn to, not knowing who really is there. Because, uh, and when we focus on isolation, I believe it kills creativity and prevents decision making. And as a result of that, that can then have a detrimental effect on our, our mental health and well-being because we get into that uh, uh, cycle of just doom and gloom and more problems and challenges going along. Uh, and if we're not making decisions, then uh, we faff about, to use my language, or procrastinate more. Uh, and that, I mean, in certain parts of the US, procrastination is now designated as an illness because it has a, a direct correlation to stress and anxiety. So, so let's just uh, take this apart slightly. So let's just talk about, firstly, let's just talk about this in terms of being someone who runs a business, a business owner, in terms of 
isolation can kill creativity. Isolation kills creativity and prevents decision making. And secondly, after that, I'd like to talk about how we apply that kind of mantra to our to our team. So firstly, for people running a business, isolation kills creativity and prevents decision making. Is that is that really what you believe? Yeah, because I know uh, when, when when I sit in my man cave that, that I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have, and I'm uh, and I'm just bouncing ideas around inside my head. I know when I'm in in a room with other people, uh, and that we're trying to find a, a direction or solution. Uh, five brains is better than one, so this creativity suddenly enhances and produces uh, more serotonin. All the other words we can bring in, but it, what, for for me individually and non scientifically, I know that I bounce better off other people because I'm not isolated. When I'm sitting there, I can get distracted by. Uh, other noise. Uh, you, you look at the number of people uh, who sit on Zoom and Teams meetings nowadays, and, uh, and, and as I'm talking to you now through uh, a camera lens the size of my fingernail, uh, I, I, I've got multiple screens open, or have I? Uh, I'm not distracted by anything other than your face, Robert, clearly. But it's uh, that, that whole process of people that are truly present, they're going off all over the place. And when you're sitting there in an environment with people around you, you know whether they're engaged, whether they're not engaged. And you're able to talk and you're able to bounce ideas. And then off the back of that, we can get more creative solutions. So uh, if we're reading between the lines of does isolation kill creativity, uh, the answer could be no, it doesn't. Uh, black and white. But there's always grey. And that's where my point here is it can uh, not being isolated can be better for your creativity than sitting in your spare bedroom on the edge of the bed wearing uh, your pajamas having a cat next to you netflix on in the background that is not uh, an environment for the best creativity that we can work with uh, do you th- and do you think that applies i mean do you think your the, the kind of mantra applies to introverts as much as extroverts I and mean, i get it for extroverts if you're someone who's being brought up in a football team or a rugby team and going out Friday night, Saturday night, and then suddenly, boom, you don't see anyone. I, I totally get that. Uh, and I also totally get, you know, uh, you know, young members of staff who come to work to socialise, to be by the water cooler, to be out on a Friday night with the team, to suddenly they're isolated. But, but there, are, there are plenty of kind of introverts who are quite happy on their own oh totally and 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 obviously this this whole process will have a greater or lesser effect effect dependent on the individual um i demonstrate extrovert tendencies but actually i do have a lot of introvert uh, elements to me um so it's that whole thing of yeah you turn it on in the big environment the good old chameleon when you walk into a room but actually naturally that may not be the place Versus the the true introvert who's standing next to the extrovert, staring uh, next to the exit. Sorry, not next to the extrovert. Definitely standing next to the exit, looking at the phone, waiting for the fire alarm to go off. Um, it, it's it's having that balance of knowing where you get your best ideas and how you can feed off other people and develop and get stronger, uh, and it, and that part of helping. Because when when we're not making decisions then that means we are potentially not going to be moving forward. And if we're making decisions, good, bad or indifferent, yeah. making decisions is enabling us to move forward. 
Um, and so for, for me, and I, I reflect this through my lens, when I have a proactive support team around me, helping me make decisions, I make de better decisions. When I have a poor support team around me, as I have had in the past at times, then I make poorer decisions. Uh, and uh, Robert, you, you, from our history, you remember I, I did some uh, property investing. Well, I'm pleased to say that one of the properties I bought uh, in Cyprus completed last year, 14 years after I put the deposit down. That was because I didn't have the right support network around me. Cost me a lot of money, time, energy, and heartache, um, and was all the things that go with it because I was making decisions in isolation without the right people asking better questions than I was able of asking on my own. This is a bite-sized version of the hour-long video. To watch the rest, visit guidedmemberhub.com.